I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 265 of the Cantabite Dispatch. I'm Emily Vind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I just got yelled at over a plant, so I'm 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 not doing well. I mean, I I feel I understand, but I feel personally attacked. Okay, you might want to add some context to people who were not here for our pre-show conversation. No, I just, that's all the context we need is that okay. I'm yeah. offended over, no, um, I guess we're not supposed to have things hanging on our balcony. And I'm not hanging, just, just chilling on our balcony. And I had a very small plant and they called me to tell me to remove the plant. And I didn't take it well because I don't deal with criticism well no i deal with criticism well it's just i don't like breaking rules so like when i feel like i've broken rules i feel really bad but it's a plant so like i'm upset that i'm so upset about a plant uh-huh it's just kind of how that. my life's going on right now we have a new color it's september Ooh, i like that so color. i i do too i i feel like though like it's a nice color i feel like it doesn't match my undertones as much as i would want like i was telling carlos i'm like this isn't a proposal color and he got excited because he's like i can i could do something i'm like no 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 but um i i'm not sure if i'm going to repaint them this weekend because i'm going to la this weekend for a funeral i think we're going to disneyland too i'm not sure my mom was like hey let's go to disneyland that's that's a combination okay (laughs) yeah carlos is like looking at me like i'm crazy so okay good so he doesn't yeah perfect so nothing's gonna happen since he's looking at me like i'm crazy right now fantastic um so I was because um, the nail polish that I've been using has been like really strong. Like last time, like it took like two weeks for it to finally start chipping. And we're about at week one right now and, you know, relatively no chipping. So I'm very happy about that. Hopefully it'll be a better month than last month. Your audio just went really weird. I know. I noticed that too. Let me fix that. Okay. Are we back to normal? Yeah, you're back to normal. Okay. That was very bizarre. I apologize. 
technical difficulties are annoying. But yeah, no, I'm annoyed. My nails are painted. Nothing really new here. What about you? What's going on with you? You know, just grooving along. Not much going on. It's really hot, and I hate it. We are in, like, a fucking heat wave. Don't like that. It's bad. I know. I was in the desert this weekend, and it, like, wasn't too hot. It was humid. Hmm. It rained, and there was sandstorms, like, so bad that when you, like, when you were driving at night, you didn't know where the freeway was, so that's kind of exhilarating. That that seems like maybe you, you stopped driving. Yeah, but no, we found the freeway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like, you know, Arash is driving the, the Indiana Jones mobile. You know, when you're on Indiana Jones and, you know, you you get to the point where, you know, the boulder is going to come and get you. Like, that was kind of the freeway, except we found I, the freeway. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Um, I did, however, I went to the casino because there's a casino down there and I won like 200 bucks on a buffalo machine. And that never happens to me. Well, that's good. I know. I love winning things. And then I went to a timeshare meeting because, like, I heard that they would give you free stuff if you go. So I went. Didn't fall for it, though. Didn't fall for that shit. What free stuff did you get? That, like, $150 gift card. Okay. For how long was this meeting? It was around three hours. Okay. It wasn't terrible, though, because it was it was kind of entertaining because, like, Carlos and I, like, shifted roles, like, in the middle of it because, like, I started off being the bad guy and he was the good guy. And, like, we realized that, like, that wasn't really the best route because, like, I'm bad at being bad. So we switched it around because, like, the whole time the guy was just kind of trying to, like, get to know us and everything. And, you know, a couple of sexist jokes later, he realizes that I am yeah, I'm done with this shit. So he kind of starts gearing towards Carlos. But I don't know. It was it was interesting. Like, just kind of, like, talking about how, you know, like, timeshare is kind of like buying a home. But it's, it's really, a hotel. Really but it's a hotel and you're spending, like, 16 grand to get 10,000, 1,000 points. And 1,000 points can have you stay, like, somewhere really nice for, like, a week. But, like, that's it. I don't know. If it was cheaper, then, like, I would consider doing it. Um, I don't know. Like, I just thought it was, like, kind of annoying. And they kept, like, coming back and trying to push us to purchase. Even though, like, we were not interested, like, at all. Like, zero percent. And they just kept kind of coming back and be like, are you sure? To the point where the guy just starts, like, yelling. Like, yeah. you have to do this. Like, yeah, that, I feel like maybe if they have to sell their product that hard, their product might really fucking suck what i was hoping that they would do because they do this sometimes where they're like we really want you to consider here's a free trip on us i was hoping they would do that but they they didn't they didn't do that but they gave us a gift card they tried to offer us a deal too where like anywhere in the country we can go you know five days four nights and it was like 600 bucks but i'm like no, I, th- I think it was more than, no, it was more than that. I think it was like $1,000, but I'm like, no, mm-mm, no. And then they kind of try to like scalp you too, because they're like, oh, like, what websites do you go on to get deals? And he starts typing in Expedia, and I'm like, Costco. 
and it's not really, you know, Costco actually has deals. So like he couldn't really like use his little like magic criteria to like show me like how much like I'm failing because I'm wasting money on vacation. I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. I'm I'm not a hundred percent like against like timeshares. I just like the the hotel chain that it was, you know, timeshared by. I just like it doesn't really apply to me or Carlos's lifestyle. So like I really don't see us like doing something like that. Yeah, they're huge scams. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So um have you been watching anything fun? Um let's see. What We Do in the Shadows ended. I mean, just for the season. I'm just continuing to watch Wayne Time. Um, continuing to watch The Americans. No, that's about it. It's not been it's not been lots of watching things. How about you? No, just my trash reality TV stuff. Um. Yeah, not nothing much. Football's back on, so that's what's really on in in my house now. Which I like it because it means that it's fall and it means it's gonna be Christmas soon, so I can like put up decorations and pumpkins and uh, yeah. Christmas things. <laughs> pumpkins and Christmas things, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. What else have I been? feel like there was something else. I, oh, I've been rewatching Ted Lasso. Oh, good. But that's about it. Oh, and I watched the uh, soccer this weekend because Forrest was playing. And they won. And that was good because it was not a game they were expected to win at all because they were playing against Chelsea, who are generally way better than them. And it was very cute because since... My dad is now watching these games, too. So, like, the minute the game ended, I got a message from my dad saying that Kev must be thrilled. That's so cute. It's very cute. It makes me happy. Well, your your dad can just message him on Facebook and be like, hey, Kev, I watched the game, too. It was a great game. I don't I don't need I don't need my dad talking directly to my boyfriend. Most messages can go through me. I guess. I mean, my dad and Carlos are in a fantasy league together. Maybe one day you guys will be in a fantasy league together. I don't think that's. I don't think my dad does that. Yeah. But it's probably good because I feel like with this, like he when he gets into things, he really gets into things. So he'd be one of those guys who's like researching every little thing and like you know like always like trading people and putting people in on and off, and it would it would be bad. I think my mom would get annoyed. That's funny. I know my dad does that too sometimes where he gets like really into something and it becomes like not his personality, but it becomes like pretty close to it. Um, but I feel like I'm like that too. Like it's where, like is, yeah. Yeah. So like something happens to me and I'm just like, you know, like the plant stuff. Like now I'm a crazy plant person. With These your are one my plant. plants. Yeah. My one plant. It's, I have only two plants, Emily, two plants. And then, all of a sudden, like one of them, like just I don't know that that one's just not allowed anymore. That it could fall and injure someone. That's the thing that got me is that you know insurance reasons. You know someone could be working and the plant could fall on them. 
just tell me to remove the plant. Like, I'm going to remove the plant. Like, don't act like I'm not going to remove the plant. But it could have been an email. Emily, it could have been an email to inform me to move my plant. Because now I feel like I'm in trouble. And I do not like that feeling. I'm a 28-year-old woman. I do not like to feel like I'm in trouble for a plant. I think you need to let this go. I think so, too. But then when I let it go, I'll realize there's more important things going on in my life right now for me to... You know, but this this plant is really okay. what's keeping the anger from the plant okay. is what's right. keeping me going. What my stride because I told Carlos, I'm like, we're moving. Like, let's let's <laughs> let's figure out this shit. Like, let's figure out where to move. I'll I'll call my dad's realtor friend tomorrow and we'll get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this seems but, like a, a really good time for you to move. That seems like a smart decision. Oh yeah, so smart. I know. Like I might as well like get engaged tomorrow too and get married the next day or something too, you know? Because yeah. that'd be it'd be so convenient. Um, I don't <laughs> yeah. know, but uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe just Carla shouldn't propose this year because like this year's been like fucking wild, and like I don't think that I can handle anything else that like could happen this year. Um, you know, from going to Europe alone to um, you know, being yelled at about a plant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh no. Not not your fault though. Not your fault that I went to Europe alone. Not also, your fault. Also, did they yell at you about the plant, or did they just say, "Ma'am, you we're, we uh, we can't have your plant. Have you have plant out there?" Oh no, of course it was. It was like you just can't have your plant. Like yeah. they didn't yell at me. It was yeah. just like, but like I feel personally attacked because mm-hmm. I don't like breaking rules. So like I feel really guilty now that I have my plant, but also I'm mad because other things have stuff on their balconies. And I went justice. So like mm-hmm. I I was mad when I got out of my car and saw that all their shit was still on their patios. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard it's hard to elaborate what I feel about getting in trouble over a plant. I just feel bad and I wanna like direct that energy on like something else. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Well I just I think I'd say what it's like either your neighbors are going to have not yet removed the things, but will because they also got those calls. Or it shows that the apartment calls and tells you you can't have anything, but you put it out there anyway, and it doesn't matter. But it's weird because I've never been called before about something like that. Like, it's I've been there for like two years, and... There's always, you know, there's every now and then there's like stuff on there or something. They were cleaning something or we could put something away. Sometimes we put the trash cans out there be so that because we have a lot of fruit. So like the bugs won't get to the trash. And like, I thought they were calling me about that because I'm like, oh, yeah, like trash cans outside. Like, yeah, that's a no, no. OK. Or like, you know, there was a box outside that shouldn't have been outside. Like, I would have been OK about that because that's like a rule break because I like just to keep my patio clean of like boxes or anything. But I don't know, it's a plant. But the plant could have, like, fucking killed someone. Maybe because, like, it kind of looks like it's, like, a cacti, but it's not a cacti. Is it a cacti? It's not a cacti. But maybe they thought it was a cacti, and they were, like, concerned that it could fall on someone. So, like, potentially that's probably why they called me. Probably because you're not supposed to have shit out on your balcony. Well, probably too, but no one, I don't know. But, yeah, moral of the story is I broke the rules. I deeply regret it. And now I feel guilty about a plant. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, thank God Bake Off is coming back so I don't go insane over plants. Yeah, Bake Off's coming back and no more country weeks. Thank fuck. Because they finally got enough complaints 
over things like Mexico week. And so they're not doing that anymore. Yeah, I I think that we all got offended when how did Paul Hollywood say Pico de Gallo? It was like Pico de Gallo, you know, like just something you no, know, he said Gallo, Pico de Gallo or something. I mean, the whole thing was bad. Just like it's on Great British Bake Off, they're gonna make tacos as if like there's nothing else you could. Mexico has other foods. Yeah, and you're not really baking tacos. Yeah, no, like you're yeah. you're making the tortilla. But you're not baking them. It was, it, it was the whole thing with and the opening with them and the sombreros. It was all deeply bad. Yeah, like what is this, the 90s where we're just like openly I, offensive? I don't know. Oh my God. Jesus. Oh my, yeah, because I've been like rewatching some like, because I, I sort of fell down a nostalgia hole because Kevin and I were talking about like British comedies that aired on PBS over here so like he was we were just sort of going through like what like I had seen of shows that he knew and so I was like going back to I, you know you just sort of like oh I remember that I want to rewatch it and see if mm-hmm. it's funny at all I knew there would be some bad stuff but holy shit there has been some like jaw-droppingly terrible stuff like what Oh, God. Okay, so there's a show from, it was like 1981, which I feel like on, I don't know, like, maybe I am looking back with rose-colored glasses. I know there was a lot of shitty racist stuff on American TV back then, but this seemed like something that would have caused an outcry then, where, so, this woman is a, is a, like a, 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 a housekeeper for this couple, and her, she has this, like, ne'er-do-well brother, you know, and he comes by with his uh baby grandson and like it there's there's some line about how she i can't quite remember this setup it's something about you know like describing her her daughter as being you know like because the thing itself was dated too it was like oh she's you know the one who's like an, an earth child or something like that and our lead character goes, oh, that explains why the baby's mud-colored? Because this is a biracial, little, adorable baby? And, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Like, holy shit. I just, like, how is that funny? Like, I, I don't understand. I, I mean, the the interesting thing was, like, how casually it was said... Because it's not, it's it's it it's weird to say that it's not malicious, but there was there's nothing else in the episode. There's no like, oh my god, I can't believe that you know my daughter is with a black man. There's none of that at all. But that almost makes it worse because it's like, what are we doing here, people? Was there like laugh tracks with it? Too? Yes, and it laughed at yes, that part. Yes, of course, it's terrible. Oh my god. I don't like that. No, it was bad. <sighs> I don't like that at all. That's I know it's it's hard when you go back and you like you watch things that are nostalgic and you're like, I don't remember this being shitty or I don't remember this being like ugh. 
It's one of those things about growing up, I guess, huh? Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. No, it was a. It was yeah. It was a rough one. But you know, it happens. It's like okay. Oh, <laughs> tread carefully watching the show. Yeah. Well, fuck. Yeah, well, is, is there, like, anything else on, on TV right now or anything that's... No, I mean, not that I'm watching, so... Oh. Do you have anything else to talk about? Uh... Oh! Um, there was a new episode of Ahsoka last night. Okay. Let me look... Let me get the plot on Wikipedia. I remember the plot, but I like to read something, so just make sure that I I don't forget anything. Okay. So. Ahsoka's stumped, because she's thinking, we're trapped on this planet. And we're trying to rescue Ezra and all this stuff, but, like, what if we shouldn't? And there's this stupid line about how Thrawn is the heir to the Empire. Ugh. It was so bad, Emily. It was so bad. It was just this dramatic, like, stare, just that, because he is the heir to the Empire. Oh, fucking Dave Filoni, man. Which is annoying, because it's like, I understand that in the books, Thrawn is the heir to the Empire, but I don't understand how Thrawn in the show and in Rebels was the heir to the Empire. Because I don't think Vader gave two shits about Thrawn. I think that he just let Thrawn play in the playground over there. And said, okay, when, just let me know when you're ready for milk and cookies. You know? Like, I, I got this. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I know I'm not. So, then, um, you know, all the all the people come and attack. Balin's, Balin's people come attack. Um... And Ahsoka goes off because Sabine's fighting the chick that stabbed her again. So that's going on. And then Ahsoka meets up with Balin. And he's like, oh, yeah, Anakin talked about you a lot. And she's like, you never talked about you, bitch. She's like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah, well, everyone talked about Anakin. You know, Anakin just, I don't know. And did you leave because of Anakin? She's like, don't talk about my past. And they start fighting with their lightsabers, you know, the pew, pew. And then, um, so that happens. Ahsoka is able to grab the ball, that important ball with a map. Uh-huh. And then she tries to destroy it, but it burns her hand. And then Sabine comes and rescues her. And then, but then, like, Balin's like, fuck you, Ahsoka. And then he, like, he pushes her off the cliff. And then he talks to Sabine. He's like, hey, Sabine, you really want Ezra back, huh? If you give me back that ball, I'll give you Ezra. She gives him the fucking ball. Oh, my God. Okay. And then they take Ahsoka. And they don't take Ahsoka. They take Sabine and put her in their weird... Um, it reminds me of the Hot Wheels thing where, like, you put the car through the wheel and it goes in a circle or, like, half circle. I don't know. I don't know. Just it reminds me of Hot Wheels. Don't ask me why. So they put her in the... They put Sabine in the big Hot Wheels thing. And then Hera tries to come and save the day um, with the rebel friend we like. You know the rebel friend that we like no. that's in... That, that's in... Um, the Mandalorian. 
don't know what you're talking about. Okay, but he comes out. He, <laughs> oh! he, 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 I forget his name. He's the guy with the beard, and he's in the X-Wing, and then he helped Mando with something. The the Asian guy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so he's there with, with Hera, and Hera's little, little spawnling, little, little Jason. They try to help, but... Then, like, the Hot Wheel goes to hyperspace or something, and then, like, it, the hyperspace, like, kills two of the guys. Like, thank God, not our guy, but, like, two other people. And then and then the little kid looks at, at, at uh, Hera, and he's like, Mom, I've got a bad feeling about this. See, if I were watching the show, that is the point I would have turned the show off. Oh, no, it gets better. It gets better. So, do you remember the 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 world between worlds? Yes, I mean, so, I, I know what it is. So, okay, so Ahsoka wakes up and she's like back there, she's back in it. I don't know how that happens. And then you hear, "Hey, Snips!" Ugh. And then she she turns around and guess who it is? Well, I mean, the person who called her Snips, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's Anakin fucking Skywalker. And then she sees him. She's excited. And then the episode ends and you hear Vader breathing. Okay. And that's, that's really, that was just the episode. It was just, um, it was just some pew pew lightsaber fights and Anakin. Um, so the internet went crazy. I think the internet is still going crazy. Uh, I, however, I'm going crazy over other things such as plants. I'm not going crazy over this. It was, it was cool. And it was funny. Cause he looked really like filtered. Like, you know, last week I was talking about how like the Ellen show, they put a bunch of lights on her and they made her look like, you know, she has like flawless skin when she like, she doesn't cause like she's aging and it's like, it's okay to age. But they did that with Hayden. Cause obviously Hayden's supposed to look like he was 22 or 23. He's not 22 or 23 anymore, which like, uh-huh. I get it. We age like totally fine. But it was, it's just, it's weird. It's weird seeing things from, like, when you were 10 years old in the movie theater watching Revenge of the Sith, and now you're, like, 28 years old sitting on your couch, and there the past is again to, to fight you, you know? Just, it's very strange. Like, it's hard for me to feel nostalgia because um, I didn't really know these characters together in live action. I mean, I feel like we saw them in animation. So it's really hard for me personally to, like, feel nostalgia over two characters that, like, in my head, I know only met on the TV and not the movies. So, like, it's it's hard for me to kind of get excited over that, which I guess it is what it is. But I, I guess it's cute that the excitement over seeing Anakin and Ahsoka together, but like, I just don't feel anything from it. Do you think you would be more excited if he hadn't already come back in Kenobi? Yes. If it was I think like I, the first time you were seeing him again. I think I would have been excited. Yeah. I would have been really surprised, but I knew this was coming. So, um, I wasn't, I wasn't spoiled. But I knew this was coming. So well, I was I mean, they too. were advertising the hell out of it. Like, anytime I watch anything on Hulu, I get the fucking advertisement about. And everyone knows the story of Anakin Skywalker, but few people know who, what he became or whatever the fuck that thing is he says in the show. 
Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're going to be seeing Hayden a lot, which I mean, like, good for Hayden. I'm glad Hayden's getting work, yada, yada, yada. But um, I, I mean, at least it's better than CGI Luke. I mean, most things are. I wonder if we'll get them two together. Ugh. I think I would vomit. But I think, you know, that dumb meme of someone like praying and like looking up and the sun is Dave Filoni. I fucking hate that meme. And I feel like that meme is just going to be this fucking show. But I mean, I don't hate the show. The show is okay. It just it's it's not for me. Like, I grew up watching Ahsoka, but I don't love Ahsoka. I don't love Rosario. So it's like kind of hard. And like Sabine just keeps bugging the shit out of me. You know, she does these dumb things that I would expect, like, a teenager to do. She's in her 20s. Like, I don't know. I like Hu Yang. Hu Yang, the droid guy. I like the droid guy. The droid guy is probably the the, the person who I am least annoyed with with the show, other than the cool fucking Sith people. I fucking love the Sith people. I fucking love Balin. Balin's fucking awesome. Him and his red lightsaber going at Ahsoka. Ahsoka could barely beat him first off. So... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but also Sabine should not have accepted that ball of math back from Balin because she's like now she's like so obsessed with Ezra because I guess also like what had happened, I guess her family died on Mandalore or something like something happened to her family, which was like really tragic. And I hope we actually get into that because I hate when shows do that where they're like, oh, yeah, your life has totally changed since the last time we saw you. And then, like, we don't know until that moment. And I'm like, how am I supposed to know, like, create a relationship with a character not knowing, like, that they've gone through this shit? Yeah, it's... You're putting, like, having some sort of mystery above, like, servicing the character. It's like you want to have, like... I mean, I'm fine with shows being like, ooh, I wonder what's going on here. But when it sacrifices letting your audience have a relationship with the character, I think that is a bad decision. I just think it's annoying. And I know I hate feeling like, you know, all of this is like Dave 100%, but just kind of like the mystery that adds to everything. Like, we don't really know much about Sabine and, and Ahsoka's relationship because I don't remember them really having much of a relationship in Rebels and now finding out that, I guess, she was master in Padawan for, like, a hot second or something. And then, like, something happened and just kind of, like, having to pick up the pieces and figuring out, well, okay, well, what happened? Like, I wish I would have known that prior to like, starting the show because I feel like you kind of need to learn about your characters before um, I don't know, like you're watching a show, then finding out, oh yeah, they went through this, they went through that. I would understand if it was a new character, like learning about Din Djarin is cool, because Din's cool, you know, he's he's an okay dad to Grogu, but like, because we didn't really know anything about him, because we didn't know him at all, but for these characters that we know about, and then like not know about stuff that they went through, stuff that they're going through, like that's annoying to me. But then I think about that as like a personal relationship. Like if you were going something and I didn't know about it, it's not right for me to be <laughs> mad at you because you're not telling me what's up with you. I don't I I feel like from from sort of how I felt just like with the brief experience I've had with the show is not like you can do that, but not every storyline should be that. 
like mm-hmm. either have it be like do the how did you know what's going on with Sabine that she's seems so different or what's going on with Ahsoka that she seems so different but when you're doing that with every character it gets really tiring and then I stop caring yeah it's it's just rough it's really rough for me to kind of get excited about stuff for the show but I mean obviously like when I watch it like I enjoy it like I I laughed I probably screamed a little bit when I saw Anakin because I was just laughing I'm like oh my god that's him but then afterwards I'm like you look fucking weird I don't know. Does he look weirder than in Kenobi? Yes. Okay. I think it's just weird too. I think it's just like, maybe it's a denial for me that I'm like, I'm a grown up, like I'm a 28 year old lady and not like 10 years old watching Star Wars anymore. Cause it's like, this is the first time that we've really seen Anakin in years. I mean, we just saw Kenobi, but you know, not talking about Kenobi. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird to kind of have that nostalgia thing happen to you. Like something that's like 20 years ago, like suddenly be nostalgic. I don't know. But also like you're talking to the same person who like, I can't watch revenge of the Sith anymore because like, it makes me too sad. Like I hate thinking about it because it makes me so sad. Like I watched that so much as a kid and now just watching it. I'm like, it just makes me so sad that, that happened to Anakin and Padme and like all these fun people that all these relationships ended because some jackass had nightmares. He killed people over it. You don't kill people over your nightmares. You talk to someone, they help you. But then when you're talking to someone and they turn out to be a Jedi, you got to talk to somebody who's not like an evil Sith Lord. That's the problem. he should have just talked to Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan would have totally understood that, like, he was banging some chick and got her pregnant. And, like, oh, yeah, they're married, too. Like, he would have totally understood. Yeah. It's not just annoying. Like, talk to your friends. If you have a problem going on, like, with yourself, like, talk to your friends. Like, your friends are going to be so understanding. Like, don't do anything stupid. Don't go to the Jedi Temple and kill everyone. So talk to your friends. If If you accidentally get a chick pregnant and are worried about her dying the solution is not to go to a preschool and kill a bunch of six-year-olds yeah like talk to your friends if, talk to if me. you learn nothing else from this show learn that don't don't lightsaber a bunch of little kids yeah don't do that please it's just so frustrating that anakin could have done all of these things. And, like, yeah, he would have been kicked off the Jedi Temple. But, like, he's probably fucking loaded. You know how much Jedi probably get paid? More than the fucking clones because they weren't treated correctly. Because they weren't given a pension. I'm still so fucking butthurt about that. That those fucking clones were not given a pension. That's so fucked up. Fucking. Yeah, they, they needed to unionize. They should have. So frustrating and like Palpatine knew exactly what he was doing with that because right before that they figured out that they could unionize that's when he was like you know fuck all the clones they're all defective they did this so that's a bummer I definitely feel for the clones for that it just everything happened because some dude was having nightmares that's it that's why all this shit happened and why all these people are sad now and the galaxy is the way it is is because some dude had nightmares Talk to someone. Talk to your friends. Talk to your pets. I don't know. Just, don't, just... don't talk to evil 
Sith Lords. Yeah, don't talk to your evil Sith Lord that you think is like a dad figure, but is not and is just trying to like manipulate you and and do bad things because he wants power. Like, no, you don't want power. You just want happiness. Happiness is power. That's the power you want is happiness. The power of happiness. Yeah. So it was fine. It was it was cool seeing Anakin, but that that's really it. Um, I think they're really hyping that next episode should be good because they sent out an email that they're showing the fifth episode in theaters. Yeah. Which I think is semi-ridiculous, and especially semi-ridiculous that they're only showing it in, like, five theaters. Well, it's just, like, that fan event stuff. Yeah, but I would have gone if, you know, if, if it was... Because I'm curious. I want to go because I'm curious, and also I feel like when I'm surrounded by other people and I don't enjoy something, I feel like I enjoy it more because of other people getting excited. So I like that. Because I'm not going to sit there and be like, this show sucks. Like, I'm going to be like, yeah, this is going on because, like, the person next to me is crying. Like, I want that energy. I want that energy of, like, someone sitting down right next to me getting, like, really fucking excited. Oh, see, no, that energy only, like, works for me if I am also liking the thing at least somewhat. Yeah, and I feel like if I was next to someone, I feel like I would like it, like, even more somewhat. Because, I mean, I'm still watching the show at this point, you know? Because, like, I need to finish this. I need to figure out how this is going to end. Because it's, like, it's nice. It's nice to see the shit on TV. It's nice to see lightsaber fights, even though, like, they're really cheesy and, you know, Dave's Dave. Um, I'm happy this show's here. It's cool being able to watch something Star Wars again, but just it's not my favorite thing. And I think that by, like, I don't know, just having that experience in the movie theater, like, um, Taylor Swift's doing the Eras tour um, on Aug- October 13th. She's going to put it in the theaters. I'm fucking stoked. Because yeah, that means... fucking love her. I love her, and I get to go see her. Now, okay, so debate time. Debate time. I don't know why I'm doing this with my hands. Okay. Debate time. So, um, Taylor encouraged people to dance and sing. Oh, I don't like that. So... Here's here's how I'm going to do. So I got an aisle seat so that if I get up and do something like I'm not going to be in anyone's way. But also, I don't know what state of mind I'm going to be then. Like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen from now to October 13th. So I might not be in the mental and physical state to dance. So I got to think about that. But also. I'm in the party of I'm just going to do whatever my audience does. If my audience wants to get up and dance, I'm going to fucking get up and dance. Cause like, it's fun. Like I personally, like I would only want to go to see this knowing that people are going to get up and dance. But also if my theater's like totally chill, like doesn't want to get up or anything, then I'm going to sit in my seat, but I'm for dancing, but I'm also for conforming to, what the um social norms of the people around you what the social norms of people around me because like i don't want to upset anyone because like i don't want it to be like my beach boys concerts where we would get up and dance and the old people would yell at us and try to kick us out because See, like we're young because it like fucking live concerts are different yeah that that's true um i just yeah of course like i don't offend anyone i don't want to break rules but i mean if everyone's getting up and dancing then i'm gonna fucking get up and dance too because like i i love that like i don't i don't know because i really want to see it multiple times but also like i want to see it with a full-ass fucking theater and i'm kind of annoyed because like my theater's not full yet but also like 
don't know what's gonna be going on with me. So I don't know if I'm gonna want a full theater when I go. So it's just one of those things. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like a like a gamble, you know. But I don't know. I'm excited. Should be fun. Hopefully I'll be able to dance, and hopefully my theater wants to dance. But if they don't want to dance, it's cool. I'll just find a theater that wants to dance. Um, but also it's cool because like San Diego Swifties. Like I feel like it's kind of hard to find San Diego Swifties. So it'll be cool to kind of hang out with people and be like, Hey man, I like the things you like. What's up? Because there's not Star or there's not Taylor Swift conventions. It's just uh, dance parties at movie theaters. But yeah, no, the back to back to Ahsoka where our our expertise is since we this is a Star Wars podcast. Um, so episode five they're going to show in the movie theaters. I think that episode five is probably going to be a big episode. So like a lot of CGI faces. So be prepared, Emily for that um, i don't have to be i don't have to be prepared for much i'm not gonna watch it so just just be prepared just be prepared because i don't think that star wars is gonna be the same after this episode no i don't know i'm just talking shit i don't know i have no idea i don't know but it's fine it's a fine show i'm glad it exists just not for me particularly but happy to watch it you know it's it's not as bad as watching secret invasion that was very bad and okay. mendo wasn't it you know how sad that is i mean i didn't watch a single second of that show and i had mendel in it so yeah yeah I don't know. oh speaking of guys i like october 1st there is an auction of Peter Cushing's estate, like correspondence and memorabilia and like paintings that he did and scrapbooks that he made. And I've decided this is a once in a lifetime thing and I am registered to bid live during the, because it's like a proper auction, not like, you know, like an mm-hmm. eBay auction. So yeah, so I'm gonna, I have a list of like prioritized, like, you know, if I don't get this, then I want this, but I'm gonna spend some money because I'm never going to have a chance to, like, own an actual thing of his again. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. There's some really cool stuff, too. Like, he did a lot of art. He also, he's one of those people who, like, you know, like, kept all the letters that were sent to him and stuff. You know, there's, oh. like, a there's like a note that Alec Guinness sent to him. And obviously there's some Star Wars stuff that's going to go for a ton. Like they have the slippers that he wore on set because the boots were uncomfortable. So that's, you know, they're thinking those are going to go between like 15 and 20,000 pounds. So obviously I'm not going after that. But it's also really cool. It's also just kind of cool to see what he kept. Like he has, there's, there's, you know, like promotional stills from a bunch of his different movies that he would like write notes on the back of. Hmm. And there, one of the one of the lots is some. Um, I mean, I've talked before how he does the miniature paintings. There's like a collection of, of like, Roman historical figure miniatures that he did, and there's watercolors that he painted, and sketches oh. that he made for his wife Helen. And now they're your sketches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, I, I hope decided, you win yeah. stuff. I yeah, mean, I just, like, I just need one thing. I have the thing I really want, but 
I, you know, like we'll see. Kev says that I should figure out my budget and then for my 40th birthday present, like if if need be, he'll like kick some money in so that I can get the thing. So we'll see. That's the problem, though, is that like when you figure out a budget, that's always when you're going to find something that's like too expensive. Just like don't think about it. I know that's a terrible thing to do, but like you got to think about you. You got to think well, about I, mean, I deserve is, this. Yeah, but the thing is like, like you got to be careful with auctions because it's very easy to like for that to get out of hand. Yeah, but who I don't I just uh, I don't know how competitive this is going to be. He has a lot of fans because, you know, you got to realize, I mean, yeah. You know, the stuff I want isn't the Star Wars stuff, but mm-hmm. also think about, like, how obsessive, like, horror fans are. That's true. Because, yeah, I mean, the guy just has a lot of fans, you know, he worked for, for decades, and uh, and so I think I think some of the stuff will go for, for quite a bit, but I, I also think looking, you know, because this is, you know, professional faction auction site, so they have their estimates of what they think things will go for. And looking at them, a lot of them are in the, like the 150 to 300 pound. So looking at it as a, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, I'm willing, you know, to spend 300 or 350 to, to get something. I'll bump that up to seven. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Um, I'm just saying though, like, I understand there might be, you know, a competition there because you know horror fans are obviously you know they they're here you know they're hiding because like they don't want you know they don't want the ghosts to get them but i think that you potentially are like i think you are the peter fan like the the number one i mean i like him quite a bit but there's no there's definitely a contingent of of people who are, are pretty obsessive about peter cushing um I would say most of them are older than me, mm. but they definitely, there's a lot of people out there like uh, this uh, Severin Films, which does a lot of like horror and sort of uh, like exploitation box sets announced a Peter Cushing set of like seven fairly obscure movies um, a couple weeks back. And there was a lot of reaction to it. Mm. And that made me realize that, no, he, he still has quite an active fan base out there. I'm just trying to strategize this for you to try to get you to win the things that you want to win or just anything i just like i just need one thing i don't i don't i don't need to to get multiple things yeah that's that's hard you know i'll I'll try to see if there's anything i can do you know i might you know try to i'll i'll try to vouch for you too maybe i'll you know go to some houses and snip snip internet you know what i mean or snip snip oh no my phone broke i can't go on the auction Hmm. no but it's just Um, one of those things i have like no idea what to expect yeah and then is the auction on amazon or no it's on ebay right no it's not it's like a lot it's like an auctions like an auction house wow yeah so you're able to kind of you're going to hold up the number on like well, on I'm, Skype or something. I, they have some way they have some sort of online live bidding system. I don't okay. know how it works. I will look into it as time approaches just because I want to like I might sit in on an because they do, you know, like regular auctions. So I might sit in on one beforehand just to sort of get an idea. Because the thing I really want I, is, I think, looking at their website, like, the first lot that they're going to have up. And so I don't want to, like, not get it because I don't know how the system works. 
And what is it that you want again? I or don't you don't want to say? I don't, I don't want to say. I don't want to jinx it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then someone listening to this podcast might want it too, and might have to go to someone's house and snip, snip their internet. Yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. Yeah, we don't want that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I like my listeners, but I, I like Emily more. <laughs> Mm-mm. Um, well, good luck to you. Um, October 1st, that's, that's coming up. It's already September. Um, mm-hmm. I still need to put up my Halloween decorations. Carlos got them out, but I just don't have the mental capacity right now to be able to uh, decorate my house. Yeah. I think you can wait. So. Also, it's September, not October, and Halloween is at the end of October, so I think you can you can wait. I guess I just haven't been feeling it lately, yeah. so like you know, I don't have the motivation to put up the decor. If it was Christmas, however, then I would. But also, Halloween isn't really Carlos's favorite either because he doesn't like scary shit, um, and his mom didn't either. So like, she likes Harvest. So like, he's kind of like a Harvest baby too. So okay, yeah, so more Harvest like is fine. Boards and stuff. Yeah, like cute little pumpkins around the house. Like we have a shit ton of pumpkins and just other things. Like he gets signs over the Dollar Tree, so he has one like that says like it's pumpkin spice season. He put it on the door. It's funny. Um, I've I have that has shifted my entire view of Carlos. I'm not gonna lie. <gasps> Why? I just didn't see him as like a kitschy sign person. Oh, no, he gets that out of irony. Like, he doesn't like it. He just gets it out of irony because it's ridiculous. And it's, like, funny. He also has one. It says, like, family football fun or something. And it's just it's so stupid. So, like, he, we get things out of, um, out of satire because it's like, yeah, but there's a problem with that. Why? Which is, then you have those things. Yeah, but it's funny because then you look at it and you think that's ridiculous. There are really some people out there that are really living, laughing, and yeah, loving. Yeah, but, but not people fucking look at those. Me. But people look at those and see them in your house. But no one goes over to our house, so it's fine. It's just it's for our eyes only. So, but I don't know. It's funny. It's from the Dollar Tree anyway, so it's just it's 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 pending trash. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But no, just, you know, just waiting to get the energy to put up those decorations. Um, I don't I know. Hopefully we'll. Good. Yeah. No, because I, I like I have I like control. Um, <laughs> uh, hopefully this season we'll do some Halloween things. Um, I got year passes for Carlos and I to Knott's Berry Farm. Because they were cheap. It was only like 95 bucks a person for a year pass. And I'm thinking, I can't even go to Disneyland for 95 bucks a day. You kidding like me? How, yeah, how much is a day pass at Knott's Berry? I think like 50. Okay. Yeah, so if you go twice, then you've spent that. Yeah. Yeah, and Carlos and I are at that age where like we don't like roller coasters anymore or at least i'm at that age now where like if i go on too many roller coasters i have a headache for the rest of the day mm-hmm. and i don't yeah. like that but what i like about Knott's Berry farm is that you can walk around you know i can walk around with a glass of boysenberry wine and like i would be pretty content and like i love going over there like i've been going to Knott's since i was a kid so it's Hanging fun to snoopy. yeah it's fun to hang out with snoopy this will be the first time that we've gone since um since covid so but that was when like they had masks and everything and they had like social distancing like they were really good the theme parks were really good because they didn't have the rides too it was just like a hey sit at this table take your mask off eat something and then yeah they're they're super cool about it but yeah um 
Snoopy's great. I'll be seeing Snoopy a lot, hopefully soon. So that'll be my personality is Snoopy and the fried chicken place. But I, I like the fried chicken, but I love the pot pie there. Their chicken pot pie is so good because they use, um, the chicken and the gravy from the, the chicken that they use and they put it in the pot pie. It's so delicious. And the biscuits are so good too. And you can't go wrong with boysenberry ice cream and boysenberry pie. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, fall. At least summer is almost over. It is fucking hot. God, it's so fucking hot. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? No, I think that's pretty much it. Okay, Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on social media platforms as Canto Brit. What about you? I am at EF Lind. The show is at Canto Bite Pod. We now have a Blue Sky account, so check us out there if you are there. If you want a Blue Sky account, and don't have one and need an invite, hit me up because I have a bunch going and I would happily get some other people over there. Uh, other than that, you can email us, cantobypod at gmail.com. Uh, and we will talk to y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Canto uh, bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a canto bitch. Brittany the Ginge and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, canto bitch number one.